Don't let dyslexic thumbs get life put out of order. How CTD is a real thing to me. Then something really wrong is going on. Mr. Kirkland, you are out of order. You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. They're out of order. And it's time for another unbuckled bumpy ride with your guide, the stark raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, ampurage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Hi, I'm Jim, and I have CTD. For those of you out there who also suffer from CTD, welcome to today's support group meeting. Some of you listening might not realize you even have CTD, but you still may struggle with it and its side effects every damn day. So, for you who don't have both hands firmly grasping and wrapped around the concept of what living with CTD is like, or even what CTD even is, allow me to explain. CTD is competitive thumbs disorder. You know, when your two shortest, stumpiest little digits try to dominate the other one in a race for data input on your smartphone, and what you end up writing down makes you look anything but smart. Kind of like thumb wrestling on ice and the aftermath looks like you were like drunk texting, you know, without spell checking, or even worse, with spell checking, but not checking what you meant to say. Checking and then, well, We'll check on that back later, okay? So now, at least we're on the same page, you all know what I mean by CTD, where you try to input letters, you know, to form words or to form sentences, to frame a message or to fundamentally try and communicate something and all that fundamentally happens is you foul it up. And then what's worse, you don't check before hitting save or send, okay? Like recently, when I was responding to an inquiry that I'd received about addressing a gathering, a, a, you know, speaking publicly on a message. Now, I should have checked, but I didn't. And the message text referenced basically, you know, my ability, what I sent out to them, referenced my ability uh, for, for being a public speaker. But unfortunately, it said as a public sparker. Not a public speaker, a public sparker. I'd swapped letters and the order and made speaker into sparker, un, you know, thinking, unrealizing, okay. Um, although that is kind of a cool concept if you think about it, because that's what a public speaker should be doing is lighting a spark in someone, all right. And of course, spell check didn't correct me because sparker exists, you know. Looking back, I'm just damn glad that I didn't turn public sparker into public spanker, 
because Belichick would have let that one slide too. And two things probably would have happened. One, I'd have a whole new professional reputation on LinkedIn. And two, I'd have to update my rate sheet to include the expense of whips and chains. See, Spellcheck doesn't catch everything any more than our brain catches everything. It's programmed to be lazy, like our brain. It's programmed to take the path of least resistance, like our brains and our bodies. But it's just trying to get the job done and lend a helping hand. For public spanking, of course. I mean, public spank, never mind, okay? Give you an example of this. As a trainer, I have, on multiple occasions, wanted my clients to kind of slow down just a bit. So, I have a couple times, I meant to say, take a break. And I kind of meant to say, take a rest. What did I say? Take a breast. Sworn truth, okay? There have been so many times I've screwed up because I think, I'm, and I act, and I talk, and I profess to be this person who, you know, dots my I's and crosses my T's, but I end up, honestly, crossing my I's, okay? And I'm not the first one, I can't be the first one, who has ever asked somebody to, you know, hold on for a second, okay, and at the same time ask them to wait up for me and end up just saying, hold me. Okay, that one was a bit of a stretch. But this next one is an absolute true story. I have an exercise called Chuck-a-Buckets. Okay? And Chuck-a-Buckets is a rotational exercise involving uh, a cable machine and weights, and it's designed to look like chucking or throwing or tossing a bucket of confetti. Ever been to a Harlem Globetrotter game? When I was a kid, that's exactly what they do. Harlem Globetrotters, you're sitting in the stands, and one of them would chase the other one around with a bucket, and all of a sudden, that bucket would get thrown in the direction of the audience by accident, and what was filled with a bucket of confetti. So you didn't get filled with water, you didn't get covered with water, you got, you got covered in a bucket of confetti. So I wanted people to be able to relate to this exercise. It's that type of motion, okay? You're chucking a bucket. You're chucking a bucket of confetti. So that's what I used to call it. Chuck a bucket of confetti. Chuck a bucket of confetti. Chuck a bucket of confetti. Until one time I screwed up and I said, Chuck is fucking Betty. Now I just swore, and I'm not going to say it again, but as such, I turned it into chuck a bucks or chuck a buckets. See, sometimes when we make mistakes, we need to correct them because those are the only corrections that really matter. I once saw a sign that literally said shoplifters will be prostituted. Think about what it meant to say and think about what it did say. Someone once shared with me when I talked about this whole CTD thing because it's a common thing that I joke about, all right? I told him that you know, they didn't, you know, I told them about the CTD thing because they talk about, you know, doing it as well. You know, having, you know, competitive thumb disorder, CTD, competitive thumb disorder. They said they didn't like that, okay? Because to them, CTD stood for close to death. <laughs> like, okay, that does send a scary message. And CTD also actually stands for a real thing, meaning cumulative trauma disorder, which is, it's defined as the excessive wear and tear on muscles and tendons and nerve tissues due to repetitive motion. And, and as a trainer, obviously, that could be confusing. And I wouldn't want to mean one thing and have it get out into the real world and be misinterpreted because there's no spell check out there that's going to help me. You know what I'm talking about? Anyways, what they said was they preferred DTS, dyslexic thumb syndrome. I said, DTS? They said, yeah, DTS. I said, slow down. You need to slow down and check yourself before you wreck yourself because if you do have dyslexic thumb syndrome, then DTS could end up being put in as STD. 
No, not sexually transmitted disease, just sloppy texting damage. All right, this is all fun, but really what it's about is just being lazy. And being lazy is just too easy, and it can happen so fast when we are trying to do our stuff and our life so fast. My wife, Carrie, God bless her, my wife hates text predict and, and data input predict on her phone. It keeps, as she's inputting, okay, a word that she desired, it inputs a word that she didn't desire, okay, but she doesn't check to see her spelling first. And, it, you know, it's, it's interesting because in real life it's that way too. It's interesting that when my wife and I, we have some sort of big tongue-twisting tussle, a.k.a. an argument, and no, I, I don't mean, you know, 90-minute necking sessions, although those were great back in the day. When the problem is that, well, my, my wife says something, and then it causes a problem. And she says, well, she didn't say it right, or she used the wrong word, or it's not what she meant. And then the robot in me, I'm so particular, always having to, you know, filter things and double, triple check them, whatever comes out of my mouth before it leaves my lips and enters into your ears, I also know it enters into your brain and your heart, okay? So it causes problems when she and I, she's one way, and I'm so intense, all right? So the problem is, whenever I haven't, I haven't learned the error of my ways, then what ends up happening is, once it's out there, it causes damage. Great quote, said it before. Learned it from somebody when I was young. The words that we say are like posing for Playboy. Once it's out there, you can't take it back, okay? I once made this mistake with one of Carrie's clients, with one of my wife's clients. They said something. They were communicating something to me. There was a misunderstanding, okay? And my joke to them back was, oh, for God's sakes, learn to speak English. Here's the problem. They were from South America. Yeah. It was totally insensitive on my part. That was the bad. And to be honest with you, I couldn't undo it. I'd cause damage. I'd cause pain. Okay? We do this with our words when we are fast to speak and talk and things like that, but we're also doing it with the things that we you know, write down and our data input, and, and we're too slow to fact check the things that we speak and spell. Okay? Remembering again that once it's out there, since you can't take it back, you don't know the impact on someone else unless they tell you. The bottom line here is that technology, while useful and time-saving, is still not advanced enough to substitute for good old-fashioned human proofreading and good old-fashioned thought-proofing. Doubt how important that is? Here's the true tale of a trial attorney and SpongeBob SquarePants. According to the story, an attorney inadvertently replaced the words sua sponte. Now, it's a Latin phrase for on its motion, okay? on or of one's own accord voluntarily. Sua sponte, S-U-A-S-P-O-N-T-E. He used it to indicate that a court has you know, taken notice of an issue and, and uh, of its own motion. It's even a term that's used by the 75th Ranger Regiment, okay, about their ability to accomplish tasks with little or no prompting. Sua sponte, all right, of your own accord. Well, unfortunately, when the attorney Put, meant to put in sua sponte, spell check, put in sea sponge, S-E-A-S-P-O-N-G-E. -E. This led to some very embarrassing sentences that got submitted to the court like this. An appropriate instruction limiting the judge's criminal liability in such a prosecution must be given sea sponge. 
instead of sua sponte. Also, it's well settled that a trial court must instruct see sponge on any defense instead of sua sponte. As you can expect, the attorney's error, although it's really entertaining to the rest of us, very SpongeBob, you know, SquarePants type of thing, drastically weakened the credibility of his cases in the eyes of the court, and he became the butt of jokes. Okay, I wonder if his name was actually either Bob or Patrick. Hey, you old folks, if you don't get that reference, look it up. Okay, listen, we all make mistakes. But like the mistake I said earlier that I had made with that client from South America, my wife's client, you can't take it back and undo the damage of doing stuff too damn fast. It's not the mistake we make, but the mistake that we correct that defines us. I'll say that one again. It's not the mistake we make, but the mistake that we correct that defines us. And that's true in our vocabulary, in our diction, it's from what we write and what we say and how we live and how we love and how we play. Don't rely on anything artificial to define you. Definitely not artificial intelligence to tell you and tell the world what you meant to say. Slow down. My granddad, Frank, God bless him, my granddad who taught me to drive when I was like 13 on his own farm property in Backwoods, Oregon, he used to say that my driving was just a bunch of hurry up and stop, you know? He says, you're going so fast and stopping so fast, you're never learning how to drive in between. So in thinking about my granddad, I wondered about some great quotes to remind us to slow down and do it right. Like stuff my granddad would have said. So I looked. And I looked. And, well, see, I Google web searched and it was way too damn hard to find quotes about, hey, slow down and do it right. I mean... They were not coming up at all, so much so or so little so that I kept checking my search box to see that I had spelled everything correctly. Slow down, according to Google, was all about slowing life down and enjoying the moment. But the concept of slow down and do it right, of slow down and get it right, of slow down and not make mistakes, just kept bringing up results of slow down and enjoy life. Well, a thought. Maybe Google knew something that we don't. Maybe to slow down and do something right, slow down and get it right, slow down and not make mistakes, is to appreciate being in the moment and enjoying life. Because life is just a bunch of moments linked together. And maybe, for best results, we won't regret slowing down and double-checking things. And maybe that is the missing link. And now, more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Today's entry, page 197. The expert said, To succeed, jump as quickly at opportunities as you do to conclusions. That's Benjamin Franklin. And the guide's point of view on this? Are you kidding me? I know some folks who jump to conclusions so fast, it's not a jump. It's a time warp. At least that's my conclusion. So using the Live Life Lean system, what do you think about this? What have you learned recently that's new? What have you earned? It wasn't just given to you. Where are you adding to the world that isn't about you? Now, reflect on all this. Respect it. Be grateful for it. But before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon 
and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.